We've been asked to separate our spiritual beliefs from our work or even public lives. For those on a spiritual journey, it becomes increasingly challenging as we seek a deeper meaning. Together, we'll have the tough conversations that help us uncover our truth. Welcome to the Modern Spirituality Podcast. I'm Tony Arce, and today I'm joined by Ana Marajas, emotional inner healing and spiritual consultant. Ana, thank you so much for being here. Yay, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I know. This is the longest conversation I've had before having a podcast. (laughs) We've been talking for quite a bit and just an exciting conversation. So I'm both uh, honored, blessed, and just excited to jump into it. But I have to start by asking, you know, about the title and how you got into this spiritual consultant. You're the first spiritual consultant I've I've actually met. So I'm excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. How did I get started? Yeah, just tell me about what it is. You know, what, yeah. what, 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 how you help others, I guess, through that, um, yeah. through your job. Yeah. So I pretty much, you know, I help Christian women to heal from past, uh, trauma experiences that cause the pain, um, so that they can get attuned to loving themselves so that they can become more confident and therefore more connected to love, right? So that they can receive and identify love. Sometimes when we are stuck in trauma, we aren't able to identify uh, love or genuine people that want to love you for who you are at your Absolutely. core, right? Absolutely. And so you you bypass that. And so my job is to help you heal those things that keep you away from love and away from your core self, your true self, loving you. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I guess at what point you know are you meeting with these people? Because it seems like for most of us, that's probably true, right? We we carry around a lot of these illusions or pains and, and, and that keep us from experiencing love and receiving it and find ourselves sometimes in toxic situations, right? When, when yeah, when are you connecting with these women, with these Christian women, how and what, like, is it always the same, very different? I mean, is it all over the board? You know, mm-hmm. talk to me about where, where these people are at that you're usually meeting. Yeah, they're in different walks, uh, typically. Um, <clears throat> usually they have you know, what, what we call strongholds, uh, just stuck in memories from, from mm, the past, um, right. stuck in belief systems about themselves that aren't true. And so those things are strongholds because they keep them stuck in that reality, right? For sure. That reality that shouldn't be there, that shouldn't limit them, but because they're so stuck in that belief system or that story or that trauma or whatever you want to name it. Right. They remain there, and so they get stuck in this um, storm. Like a hamster wheel, right? I call, I call, <laughs> exactly. I call it a hamster wheel, right? Yeah, it is a hamster wheel. You get stuck in this hamster wheel or storm, and you're just um, not able to get yourself out of it. Right. You don't know how. Most people don't know how to get themselves out. And, and obviously, as a with the title being spiritual consultant, that where are you finding people are at in their understanding of spirituality in general and you know how much of what you do is really almost bringing an awareness to spirituality for the first time even mm-hmm. for some of these people because yeah i mean yeah. spirituality is different sometimes in religion right or or we are sent down a path that may be not as spiritual but more focused in you know dogmatic beliefs of things right or human yeah. uh, concepts or constructs mm-hmm. what is it for you that uh, what does it look like in terms of a conversation about spirituality specifically with your clients? Yeah, so all of my clients are already uh, Christians. They already label themselves to be believers of Christ and they believe themselves to be followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. So I 
I, so they label themselves as being Christians, right? right, right? right. Um, but that doesn't always mean that that they believe the same thing. Right. <laughs> there, there's spectrums of you know some women find themselves being really angry with the Bible or being really mm. angry with with Jesus or being angry with some aspect of the Trinity, whether it's the Father or the Holy Spirit, because of encounters or just experiences that they've had in the past, right? That they associate with those things. Right, right, right. And so as human beings, we we act and live according to what we believe. And so whatever belief system they have about who God is, that's how they're going to live their life, right? Right. And so if they have this um, relationship with God that causes them pain, they are going to be stuck in this relationship with God that is painful. Yep. So then, therefore, it, 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 it creates pain in other areas of their life as well. Absolutely. Um, specifically within themselves, right? Relationship with themselves that is at war with themselves. Because uh, as we, you know, Scripture says that we are created in the image of God. And because we are created in the image of God, then that means that we are the fingerprints and Exactly. Um, how do I always say this? <clears throat> so we are the the, the, the the artwork of God, the reflection of who God is, right? And because of that, uh, we are able to... I'm trying to gather my thoughts right now because of the conversation that we had. Right, really. You're like, now you're watching all your words. <laughs> you're like, wait a second. Now I'm saying things. I gotta I'm like, what am I saying here? here? <laughs> See, this is how we had, that's how you know we had a deep conversation, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to stay true to my thoughts and my emotions right now and trying to be present. And I'm trying to stay true to what I'm experiencing right now. Well, um, why, why, why don't we ask that? I mean, so, so yeah. I guess, what is your... Um, your understanding of what that spirituality is, right? Because obviously you going into something and being a consultant of sorts mm-hmm. is, is also providing a little bit of awareness to something and bringing that awareness to the people that you're working with, right? Right. And so mm-hmm. I think part of that, and, and as I'm hearing you say it, is one that you're also creating, right? If you're made in the image and likeness of your creator, then mm-hmm. that means that you're also responsible for the creation, exactly. right? And so, yeah. and, and, and as <laughs> what I'm hearing you say is also that as, as you hold on to these pains and traumas, then you inevitably are recreating those things in your own life, right? And, yeah. and, and it becomes about really that it's not about what others are doing to you or how the world is, but rather how you react to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so even in the emotions that you hear like about anger, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're actually dealing with some of those things that people have, which is their expression of anger, right? And right. whether that be directed mm-hmm. at God or somebody else or whoever, what you're hearing is anger. <laughs> and it's just, right. it is what it is, Yeah, right? yeah. They're angry with God, but they're angry. But they're angry. But they're just angry, right? So at yeah, the end of the day, angry. Like, angry. it doesn't yeah. matter who. It's like, yeah. Yeah. you know, so how, how how does that conversation go for you when, you know, someone is putting a blame outside of themselves, but mm. not realizing that they have that control? Mm. Like, what does that conversation <clears throat> look like for you? Um, that's a really good question. That's a very hard conversation to have, I bet. to be quite honest, because... No one wants to admit that they are the source of their own problems. No one wants to admit that they are disconnected or that they have self-hatred or guilt or shame. No one wants to look at those things within themselves, right? So therefore, no one's ever going to want to know or understand that they are the reason of their own reality. So you're basically fighting that battle with them almost. Right. Like, like it's not 
you're not, you know, yeah. it's not just an ownership of, of, of yeah. bad, but mm-hmm. that you can now yeah. use that to create good, right? Yeah. It, it, yeah, no one wants to take ownership. No. No one wants to take ownership because it's painful. It is. It's painful to look at within yourself. It's 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 painful to look at all the 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 things that you don't understand about yourself. The things you can label it pain, you can label it trauma, you can label it uh, whatever you want to label it, right? No one wants to look at those things that are buried. We always try mm-hmm. to bury it with whatever. We numb it with, you know, it could be drugs, alcohol, you know, relationships, relationships. social media. Yeah, anything. anything, anything. It could be good things too, like trips. Um, work. Work. Yeah. yeah we Absolutely. numb ourselves. And what about for you? Like, where did where did all this come from that you wanted to pursue um your spirituality more like what, what was your story that got you to this place right because it's not it's not a common story that people seek this like you said the more common narrative is how do i avoid this mm-hmm. how do i numb mm-hmm. this how do i distract myself and you don't seem to ever be interested in that whatsoever you're like i want to know yeah. you know <laughs> like not, not and not from yeah. a seeking pain but like if, if the truth is painful i'd rather know than be ignorant to it yeah when did that start for you seeking to understand yep, yep. <clears throat> yeah Oh, wow. That's a deep question, too. Everything's deep. <laughs> like, well, let's say you like, um, you so like deep conversation. I do. Yeah. I love deep conversation. That's all. That's what I'm about. But so for me, I was uh, sexually abused and raped when I was little from the time I believe five or six years old. And that led me to, well, the, the man who was abusing me was highly religious, very, very Catholic, you know, had these altars and you know, I'm Mexican, so we have like these altars and these huge, you know, candles everywhere. And so he had, that's how our home, that's what our home looked like. And so I associated God to abuse. I associated God and specifically Jesus to being demonic, right? Because this man who was hyperly religious was abusing me and my sisters. Well, sure. It almost seems like he's doing it because of that in a sense, right? Right, right. And so that just let me... So I, I grew up in a very spiritual home, I guess you could say, but a very legalistic home from a Catholic perspective. But I always intrinsically knew or was connected to to the spiritual realm. I just didn't really understand what that was. I didn't. It was from a very evil perspective, very fearful perspective, mm. very just always feeling alone, always feeling fearful, always feeling you know, like God's out to get me, God's out to destroy me, kill me. And he wants to devour me, right? All the things that the enemy actually is. I attributed all of that to Christ being that way. And so... How long did you carry that feeling for? You know what? I think it's still something that's ongoing. I, once you... Once the brain understands and it's it's kind of like a code that's in your brain, it's hard to to undo. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but it's it, it's the, it's been the fight of my life, to be quite honest, to undo that belief system where I get to a place of thinking, hey, Jesus is actually this loving for me, higher power, right? This this God who is who has created me from love for love to love right right he is love him like the essence and the like the purity of love of love is is christ right and so from that overflowness of love that he is he created me 
And so it's been hard for me. It's been my, my entire life battling to truly believe that, to truly simmer myself into that and just accept it. Just to accept it has been difficult, right? Because of all the trauma, all the pain, all of the the programming that was done as a child, we are programmed to believe these things depending on who programs us, right? And You know, it's interesting as you say all these things and the conversation <laughs> we've had, you know, that, that one yeah. could see themselves and go, I'm struggling, right? And, mm-hmm. and while I don't disagree with you and that's your perception of it, what I'm mm-hmm. really hearing is you are a spiritual warrior. <laughs> like, because you, you recognize something as almost an attack on the truth, on your truth, on what is meant for you. Mm-hmm. And you're fighting through it. And it's a struggle because, I mean, it is, right? Like, it, is, it, it, was, yeah. it was something that was very ingrained. It was something that was very unfortunate that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not unfortunate, right? It happened to you. Let's not put labels on those things again like we talked about, <laughs> right? It just is, and here you are. <clears throat> but this, this fight, if you want to call it that, is one that is spoken about biblically, and it has nothing to do with you know, real fighting and real war is the opposite mm-hmm. of that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. up against principalities, against spiritual forces, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. it, it seems like on some level, you do have this knowingness within you that is, call it your subconscious, call it, you know, your intu- intuition or your spirituality. Mm-hmm. But then on the other end is what the world shows you. And, you know, these experiences that how do you separate this from your knowingness it's all kind of mixed in there and thrown in there so on one end you have love but on the other hand you have this mm-hmm. these demonic forces mm-hmm. right and yeah as i'm hearing you like yeah. I, first of all i commend you for your vulnerability Thank the way you. you speak about it and almost detach yourself from that but also your courage my god you're you know like you can't have courage without fear or mm. you know the, the the presence of that and the invitation to to, mm. to have fear and what i'm hearing constantly over and over is that you choose courage mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. in the face mm-hmm. of adversity yeah so that's something you, i mean you have to be proud of yourself too right <laughs> that's that's something to <laughs> be recognized yeah. but and, and and so with that how have you seen yourself evolve that from that time when i guess you made maybe a conscious decision right what does life look like for you living more in that direction versus keeping yourself anchored in that belief that, you know, God is bad or that God is out to get you. It doesn't seem like you're of that belief. You might hold on to thoughts of mm-hmm. that and they might mm-hmm. pop up, but it seems like yeah. you're combating that, right? When, right. Mm-hmm. How did that change your life, period? Like, what did you notice from the human side of things? Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah, I'm, I always felt that uh, God was after me, uh, pursuing me, right? The love, right? That love, who who he is. And you mean that in a positive way, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, pursuing it, 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 me yeah. in a loving way, like him wanting to reveal himself to me. Hey, I, I love you. I'm actually not that evil right. person that you think I am. I'm actually this amazing, loving father who wants to love you, who wants to be one with you. And it was just, I had very many spiritual encounters with him. I remember the very first one, that, that really made a difference for me <clears throat> was when um, I was 18 years old and I was very in love with this guy and he had asked me to marry him and he said, let's elope to Tennessee. But then he confessed, hey, I actually cheated on you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I don't know what to do anymore. And so I was not very connected to any form of belief system at the time. Mm-hmm. Um 
But I remember being so confused to the point that I actually prayed for the first time, believing that God was going to respond. Right? Wow. And because of that, I actually heard, not with an audible voice, but within the spirit of like God's... God's like a knowingness? Yeah, like a knowingness in your spirit, right? God saying to me, don't go with him. I have for you a life that you cannot imagine. I have for you a husband that you cannot imagine. And to me, it just felt so real, more real than any experience I had ever witnessed. Wow. That I actually didn't go with him, right? I, I decided to stay here. And since then, God just kept showing up, right? He, there was another encounter that I had where God just manifested himself within me from from the inner core of who I am outwardly with this love. Like there was just pure love that was like going out of me and I couldn't do anything else but to cry to really understand or even express or even grasp onto what that was. And I know I could sense that it was just the tiniest little drop of love but it felt so magnificent right <laughs> and i remember just crying and crying and crying and trying to reconcile that that love feeling emotion that i was feeling was actually a person right it, so it was it was god it's god and for that was, that was the very first time that I understood, oh, my God, you are love. You are the actual very essence of what love, like the word like love. Energy, it means you. Like, yeah. It's like, you. Yeah. Like yeah. God is love. Love is God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the word love is you. Well, you are what, love. <laughs> no, and it's a, it's a great point because we only have one word for it. But like the Greeks have so many words for love, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. agape is the mm -hmm. highest form. Yeah. That's the, yeah. the, the love that the God has. Love, yeah, the yeah. divine that we can't have as human beings, right? Yeah. But that sounds like what you were experiencing. <laughs> yeah, I was experiencing that. And that since then, I just got so addicted to that love that from there, I was just like, no, I need more of this. Yeah. I mean, I know that you're like, I had this battle within me. Right. But I just, OK, you are good. You are, you love me. You are the very essence of the word love. And I just, it, yeah, it became an addiction. I began at that time. I think I was 21. I locked myself in my room for a whole year just reading the Bible. Wow. I caught off all my friends. And by th at that time, I had friends who were not very, you know. On the path. Right. <laughs> not <laughs> at all on, on the path. On a different path. On, a, on their own path. Very right? different path. And so I just remember cold turkey cutting them all off, um, locking myself in my room after work. I would just go home, and I was so excited to go read my Bible. And I would read my Bible from 630 p.m. to 10 p.m. and just devour it, right? It became like this book of wisdom and knowledge and there were like amazing stories of war and rape and resurrection and like all these stories. Of, Real stories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like relatable. Of, right, relatable of amazing people. Like the Bible is full of violence and trauma. treachery, <laughs> drama. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like, I love this. And there's like, history and war and like geographical places that actually do exist in what's well, a real account i mean right. it's, it's so crazy to me how when people you know will read any book any book and mm -hmm. just speaking mm -hmm. logically not even spiritually anything but just any book and then yeah. take it as truth because yeah. it happened and then you're like but wait a second 
the Bible happened. Like, there's mm-hmm. proof of this. Like, I don't understand. And people see it, you know, you being so in love with that and seeking that. What was it like when, and I'm sure you hear it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And, or at least I do, but that the Bible has this negative connotation because it's been associated with all those things that you talked about. Mm-hmm. I think most people do, right? Because yeah. people will say, oh, yeah, but it's so good. And how come there was all these wars over Christ and, you know, the, the, everything from priests to, you know, the molestations to this to that. Like, mm-hmm. it's rampant. It's not that we don't see it. So, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of people, they associate the Bible that or hear it. And it's almost like a oh, Bible thumper or, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus lover. Like, it's like, it's like, yeah. a, like a, someone who's out of touch with reality. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, one, how do you respond to that when, you know, that is the, the kind of the norm and people have their own resistance or feelings towards it. Yeah. You know, how, like, yeah. Tell me about just how you navigate that world, especially having been, like you said, you cut people off and now you're. Mm-hmm. you know, in this new world, right? <laughs> yeah. So you go out into the world with this love, but yeah. it's not always received that way, right? How, right? how do you handle those situations? Yeah. The, the, your, the resistance? The resistance to what I... the Bible is, because the Bible has that, that like... The I mean, Bible is a very powerful book from either side, whatever perspective you look at it from. I sometimes resist the Bible. It's a real thing. We all resist, a lot of, a lot of the majority of people will resist the Bible because it's so controversial. There are so many controversial, there's this one whole story that is so controversial and so many smaller stories that fit into it. There's one grand story that is so controversial, right? So <clears throat> what God, Holy Spirit, has taught me now is to put myself in people to see me and people from that lens of I am at war with God. My inner being is at war with God. So of course I'm going to be at war with the Bible. Man, that makes a lot of sense. That's deep. <laughs> that's deep. Yeah. That, that's, that's really, that's so true. Mm-hmm. And like you said, though, people reject love in their own life and they're self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't that just fit the narrative, right? Like mm-hmm. to continue on that path means to reject the truth that would yeah. free you from yeah. that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's very deep. That's very profound. Yeah. And so God has taught me that. And so he's been, he has been teaching me even that it's like an ongoing thing of learning, right? It's a journey, right? It's a journey. And so he's been teaching me, hey, uh, look at these people who are at war with them themselves, with themselves, and therefore with me from a lens of love and compassion, because love and compassion is the antidote. Mercy, right? Mm-hmm. That's that grace, that mercy, that, yeah. well, mercy, but yeah. it's the empathy. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. How does I mean I'm assuming that every time then it's it's different, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. pain is somehow different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now what what inspires you more than, you know, just your faith? Or what cuz maybe not inspires you cuz it seems like you're inspired for you know higher purposes. But take me through the emotions that people go through yourself included as part of that healing process of of overcoming these things that you know, people hold on to his traumas. What, mm-hmm. Just take me through some of... The emotions. Yeah, the emotions. Because that's probably the heaviest part that people yeah. avoid, right? Is having yeah, the emotions. The emotions. Yeah. the emotions are like this huge wave, this huge storm, this huge wave that is drowning you and you're like s- swimming, trying to get out of it and you just can't and you don't know how. And yeah, emotions really, really real. Emotions are so real. Um, people we get stuck in emotion. And so a lot of the emotions that I have uh, felt through in my journey since a child was honestly pure anger. 
pure, pure rage. I always labeled, I have labeled myself in the past as the queen of being angry and being angry directly, directing that anger towards God because I intrinsically knew there's a higher power, right? What do I do with that? And I have all this rage and no one can handle my rage. My mom couldn't handle my rage. I was this teenager who was super rebellious because she had so much anger. She had so much rage because she couldn't understand how come you allowed me to be raped? How come you allowed my innocence? I was so lost in that story, right? Like how, why? How and why? Why? For what reason? Right. And my mom couldn't handle that rage. My professors, counselors, nobody could handle that rage. I couldn't handle my own rage. I didn't know what to do with myself, right? And so there was nowhere else to direct that anger other than to God, to be able to contain it. Because how do you contain so much anger? Like, where are you going to put it? You keep abusing people because you were abused. Right. So then you have to direct it somewhere where it could be, it can be contained. Someone that can actually be able to handle that anger, and that to me was God. I had to put it somewhere. I didn't know what to do with right, it. No, I mean that's wow. <laughs> yeah, I could tell why people gravitate towards you. And, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 deep, and but it's yeah. so powerful and so true that I mean you found a way to turn such a a, a terrible thing that anyone who would experience or have knowledge of it would say it's terrible, right? No one, mm-hmm. no one would desire that on anybody, and yet somehow through it, you know, there is this accountability that you even had towards yourself, mm-hmm. right? That on some level, the only one was you, right? Mm-hmm. And it was by a choice. Mm-hmm. Not to say that God isn't that, but that you you had to be the one to decide that before anything else. God, I mean, mm-hmm. he said God helps those who help themselves, right? <laughs> yeah, Not yeah. the other way around. <clears throat> and so yeah. It, it, it's, yeah, I, what is it about that story for you when you connect with others that is that turning point? Like, when does it click for someone right that it's about that choice that that one makes to let go of some of those things yeah when, when does that it's just like you know when does that happen when you're talking to people is it does it usually happen right away because it's available right there or is it that you know everyone's so different that it could be that people just don't get it sometimes yeah um you know it's different for everyone for sure sometimes it's a sequence of events and a sequence of sequences of different conversations that add up to one thing, to one moment, where obviously it's I, it's Holy Spirit who reveals to them the truth. In the right time. And, right. And so it's through, and we are vessels, right? The truth is spoken through us, so we can speak truth into people constantly mm-hmm. over conversations. Yep. And um, people who are actually seeking truth, wanting truth, they're the ones who are going to get the truth and i'm sure you can pick up on that right away too right <laughs> like you just yeah. know the ones that are here yeah or that are there for the right reasons or at least willing to do mm-hmm. some of the more difficult things i'm sure you yeah. pick up on that yeah. Uh, yeah well yeah what's next for you tell me about what you hope what's the vision you know for the future look like for you what do you hope for um you know who do you want to connect with that we can connect you with yeah oh yeah i want to connect with people women men also who want that truth who are hungry for this love for this higher power for connecting to themselves connecting you know we were speaking earlier you, you mentioned i am right to this idea of i am uh, the great i am god right yep. and that's what i'm seeking to connect to i'm seeking to connect to, to these people who are wanting also this um some of my my 
visions and dreaming with the Lord has been uh, helping women get set freed from those strongholds, right? From those uh, stories that we keep telling ourselves over and over again. And um, yeah, just allowing Holy Spirit to reveal himself to me even more every day, right? Because it's a, it's a journey, right? Of and even as long as we're here, right? Even in our conversation, I feel like he has been revealing himself to me and, and, and um, what's the word? Uh, connecting with me through conversations that he and I have been having. And so, yeah. I love it. I mean, that's what more can you ask for our life? And you know, I'm <laughs> grateful for you and for sharing your story. And I know it's a, it's a vulnerable one. And, and I'm sure that it's unfortunately true for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so, Thank you for being you. Yeah, thank you for having me. You've been so amazing. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you. Thank you.